great. Boglin Watch 2016. $1 over. Did you get the Boglin? No. $1 over. Last minute. Were you sniped on a Boglin? Someone sniped your Boglin? Sniped on a Boglin by $1 more than than the the premium bids I was putting in. Were, Were you putting in, like, actual what the thing's worth bids? I was prepared to go to what it was worth. So I was putting in bids to edge that up and edge these cheapskate cowards out of the market. And then in the last hour, I think I ended up playing too much video games. I forgot. <laughs> and then got an email, you lost by $1 because of the coward, coward, bit waiting for me to bid every time and putting one buck over it. And so I, I, I have to know, how much did the coward actually buy the Boglin for? Um, I think it ended up like, and they got it for such a steal, right? I think it was like 72 bucks or something. Those things sell for 200. That fucker got a steal. So the lesson we learned this week is that video games ruin lives. And if you play video games, you'll never get that boggling you want. And video games should be burnt at the stake. You you couldn't pay me $200 to put one of those ugly motherfuckers in my living room. (laughs) Don't you, don't, don't you make light of my situation. Video games have cucked me out of a Boglin. That's what we're looking at here. That's I'm, the sitch. I'm going to make an admittance right now that I really should have dealt with long ago on this podcast. I can't actually picture in my head what a Boglin looks like, so I'm searching a Boglin now. Wow. Because I don't, in my head, know what a Boglin looks like. I, I, for a moment, I thought it was like you you have that, that the thing that, um, oh, what's her face has in that film? The one who was in Fifth Element. Oh, um, Lilu. Um, no, Faci- facial dysplasia. Where you yeah, can't facial dysplasia. But you can you can do faces just fine. It's just boggling. You've got boggling dysplasia. Now, see, now I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh yeah, that does look vaguely familiar. But like every time you've mentioned boggling, I'm like, I should really look up what a boggling actually is because in my head, I can't think. Boggling's like looks if like. if Slimer moved to the capital wasteland and lived there for a couple of it, years, he would end it, up a boggling. <laughs> It looks like a piece of shit grew arms and ears and is like screaming, please kill me. Isn't that kind of what the Boglins were? They're like just pieces of shit that sprouted arms and and, and a tail and just like grew out of filth and dirt. I don't, maybe, I'm not sure, I can't remember the lore. I just remember they had glow-in-the-dark eyes, the big ones. And then you can move them left and right. You couldn't do that with the mid-sized ones. You get the big ones, you could. I can't believe I was sniped. Boglin Watch 2016 is going really bad, and I really need one before certain events uh, wrap up so that I can include them in the work thing that I want to include them in. And that was such a good fucking price for a Boglin. I'm now imagining scenarios in which you could use a Boglin for a work thing that might be time sensitive, and I can think of some amusing things you might be thinking of now, and that's exciting. And we need to get you a Boglin. Listeners... I'm not talking about fucking the Boglin. Let's let's not make this smutty. No. Let's it I'm I not having to... smut on this show. Will you at least like bring it on the podcast and fuck it on audio? So that Maybe. we can at least hear you fuck the Boglin. Maybe. I might do that. Um, welcome everyone to Pod Position. <laughs> I am your host, Jim Sterling. I'm joined as always by Laura. Laura K to the Buzz. Hello. Hello, how are you doing this week, Jim? I'm pissed off because I got I got conned, cowardly, out of a boggling. 
Someone, like, someone was a coward and like did bidding the way that is like a, a fair way to do bidding. Yeah, no, they they done me like Doc Holiday. They done me <laughs> proper. And I'm joined by Gavin. Hello. Hello. How's your week been, me old macca? My week's been nice. I uh, took a couple of days off, which was lovely. That's to nice. just chill. Yeah. yeah. Just chill and relax, hang with my, I'm not my girl. To do that more. Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't yeah. done that in a while, so I, I should I should steal Gavin's idea. Gavin, you can come do my work so I can take a few days off. Uh, Does that sound good with you, Gavin? No, no. No, just I could. Just sit in front I could of never do that. And... I could never do that whole game journalism thing you guys do. <laughs> no, you could just sit in front of a camera and talk about butts for a couple of days. Gavin sure likes himself too much. Yeah. He likes himself yeah, exactly. far too much to be a game journalist. Far, I have far too much <laughs> self respect. <laughs> Oh, anyway, Laurie, you're not getting anyone else to talk about butts because with with the way the current affairs are right now, you're <laughs> yeah. the premier butt spokesperson. So you you really are the yeah. Do I do one. I do we need to start this and just talk about the butt topic of the week because there is a serious legitimate news story about butts this week. I that, mean, as uh, far as as far as serious and legitimate can go, um, <laughs> it's it's as oh serious dear. and legitimate as butts in video game news is has ever the, been. Oh, yeah. is this the topic? Uh, it's the topic. Oh I, dear. I, I I'm gonna just like put this put this out now. When I put this on the topic list, I put tracer butt thing dot dot dot. I guess because like. <laughs> I was like, uh, I it's guess opening it's, a crypt. It's, 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 it's it opening is. a crypt where all of like the the worm infested zombies live, and they'll okay. come and bite bite your genitals. Okay, so here I don't know is where the that si- allegory <laughs> went. And sorry, uh, I'm going to sum this up as quickly and efficiently yeah. as I can, and we can move on and never address it again. <laughs> a video game that is in development had a character who did a pose where you could see their butt. This is an in development game, and at some point in development, they decided, hey. That thing's not working out. We're going to take out that that one pose out of the many poses. She still has a fucking awesome butt. She just doesn't do this one particular sexy pose with it. Yeah. Now, as we've learned, that is censorship. For a developer of a game that's in development to make changes to it, censorship. Now, well, here is... was forced, you see, by, yeah. by the cabal. Yeah, because one person politely said, hey, I don't think this is in fitting with the character and, you know, it seems like needless sexu- sexualization." Yeah. And, and they it said, doesn't matter that the yeah, creative director right more or less agreed. Yeah, he was like, you make a really good point that it doesn't fit with the character. We'll yeah. probably pull that. And then so, later went on to say that him and the art team already were struggling with replacing it and wanted to. And it, and I've been in that situation as a creator mm. of stuff where I've been unsure about a thing. Then it takes one comment from an outside observer to like tell me, okay, I was right. Like my gut was right. I'll change that. Uh, yeah, which, well, like we had know, that I've with Parkquisition. There was yeah. there was the episode where I was gagging all over the place, and like we put that episode up, and there were a few people that were like, I can't physically listen to this. And I was like. Yeah, you make a good point for those reasons you said. Here's a version with that thing removed because I am censoring our creations. Oh, no. Well, yeah, there was that whole thing (laughs) when they found out that this show gets edited sometimes. Um, I mean, we edit this to make it nice and and, and flowing and good sounding. And, And it was called censorship. I think the thing with this, the butt thing, it's just very unfortunate timing because it's happened at a time where um, this is a very big discussion because of the whole dead or alive thing and yeah mm. i here's the thing dead or alive it is shameless like titillation that is what that game is and it doesn't shy away from that and you know you can have conversations about that that's not the conversation we're having today Mm. what i will say is that i 
I'm gonna talk about this, uh, this, this butt. I'm gonna talk about the tracer butt. And I'm gonna talk about why, as a butt enthusiast, I think it is totally okay that they hid away this one really good shot of that butt. So, the tracer. Really good butt in the same way that, say, Miranda from the Mass Effect series has a good butt. Like, it looks like the kind of butt that is engineered for perfection and is, like, it's designed to be the perfect butt. It's awesome. However, nothing about the character of the Tracer from what we've seen seems to be that, like, this, to be talking about how it's a character who's, like, empowered by their own sexuality or that, that, that that's in any way relevant to their character. Now, I'd have defended this pose with Ellie from Borderlands 2, who, if you don't remember, is the wonderful mechanic lady in that game. Because she, like, from her, you you use her butt to talk about the fact that she has huge self... Uh, let me try this again. You use her butt as a way to talk about the fact that, like, she has a huge butt that she draws attention to with a flower to highlight the fact that she has big body confidence in spite of what people would assume because of her design. That butt says something about her design, whereas the tracer butt says nothing about the design of the character in spite of it being a fantastic butt. So the tracer butt is a fantastic butt that I totally support not having that pose in because that pose tells us nothing about the character. Go look at Ellie's butt in Borderlands 2 if you want an example of a butt that I would defend having that that pose with. I think there you go. Fucking hell. Butt reviews. Am I right in in hearing as well that there is another very sexy female character in the game who does the same butt pose and nobody really cares because that's part of her... Yeah, there is a near-identical pose for a separate character in that game and I've said nothing about that because... Fuck it, that character, like, I, I can't remember the character's name now and I feel very bad for that. This character is a, is all about, like, self-sexualization as a way of self-empowering. And in that case, I'm like, yeah, have that pose where she, like, does the sexy pose and shows off her butt. It just doesn't... I will agree that it's an awesome butt that didn't need to be highlighted because it's nothing to do with the character. Well, Again, it. it's such a uh, it's such a nothing of value was lost situation as far as I can see. Like, I mean, I've seen the that side of the outrage curtain get pissed off about things before, but this seems to be one of the one of the biggest reaches of an controversy that I've ever seen. Like a lot of them arguing that it doesn't like the butt doesn't matter. So why take it out? But then it's the same reason is the buck doesn't matter. Why does it matter that it was taken out? It's I struggle to come up with a, 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 an emotional response to this because it's like, okay, you, I mean, there's source porn gifts for a reason. You'll get as much tracer arts as you need. It didn't need oh. to be in the yeah, game as long, as long as as long as it was the artist's own choice and the creator's own choice, I don't see a big yeah. problem here. And it's, like, it's, it's not different. like there it's was... Di- like, yeah. even, even, like, now, I'm not a fan of Dead or Alive. I think it's really stupid. But I, I completely respect that there are people who like it. And I did... And I told you guys this before, I saw a collage someone had made of all the articles about that game, calling it all kinds of names, and I could understand how that could be interpreted in some ways, not as censorship, but as something A discouragement of a creative vision. Exactly, an Mm. act of discouragement, yeah. That's that's but the word. That's, that's they the are thing shit here. though. Yeah. Those games. They that's forgetting everything else. Games. They are like you know. I compare that to something like because people forget this. They uh, 
you know, they think I'm some Puritan that wants to censor things, while being at the same time a degenerate who, who you know, wants to plunge the world into pervy sexiness. Um, <laughs> they forget, like, how much I was a fan of uh, the last uh, uh, Onichandra game. Uh, which again is nothing but titillation and and and, and stuff for it, on its surface level, but there's a fucking game under there, and it's yeah. a fun game. And that way, the, the the cheese sauce of the 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 TNA like works within that that construct to produce something utterly like like trash TV junk food level, but very mm-hmm. entertaining, very consumable in that way, um, which I just don't get. You know, Overwatch is not served with that. For, especially for that character, mm. as, as they've argued, as Blizzard, the people with the artistic vision have <laughs> argued themselves. Oh god, my my favorite thing that came out of all of this, and the last thing I'm going to add to this is there was a wonderful satirical uh, headline that was going around, which is um, "Gamer clarifies: I am all for creative vision so long as it's not taking away my TNA." And yeah, I that's like, a, yeah, I know. That's, um, was it pointandclickbait.com? I, I think it was pointandclickbait. It. It's yeah. like. Yeah, it's like, I'm all for creative freedom for for creators as long as you don't take away the tits and ass that I like. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a fair observation. But uh, yeah, there we go. We got that piece of story out of the way. And now we don't have to acknowledge it ever again. Mm. And everyone hates us. No. We can just talk about whatever we want for the rest of the show now because everyone else has left now because we, we, you know... <laughs> said things <laughs> uh, I just like honestly like so many people are asking me about it on Ask FM and all this stuff and you know I've made the same argument I made you know whenever a creative person has edited their own work because they think it will be better and because they listen to criticism and they listen to their audience and all this stuff like I, I don't care I don't yeah. I, I, I'm so struggling to care you can see the butt. You can see it anywhere. It and Blizzard made the decision. Like, I, uh, why are you upset? Like, is it fear? Is it just fear now? Is that what propels you? Like, there, there is there is a reason I sighed and put. Mm, I guess at the end of yeah. putting this story in here, it's just everyone wants to hear us talk about it. But there you go, done. In news that's a bit easier to care about in positive terms, you know those uh, those things that look like they might be the leaked NX controller that everyone was like, oh shit, there's no physical face buttons. Thankfully, they turned out fake. Yeah, yep. that's not a surprise. Yeah, well, the the thing was, is like, the first one, you know, it was a 3D model, everyone was like, okay, we're a bit dubious of this. And the second image, everyone was like, this looks a bit more credible. And what happened was the second leaked image was... The someone in Sweden contacted the original leaker, got their 3D model, 3D printed it, and made a physical fake mock-up. And I'm like, that's that is impressive work for a fake leak. But uh, I just want E3 to happen already, so we can find out what this fucking thing is. Because yeah, people I mean, I'm, are I'm going really slightly rabid trying to find it out. I'm I'm very glad that that that's not the controller, definitely. But yeah. yeah it's, it's, Nintendo itself needs to fucking start getting hold of this this runaway horse because this is getting silly. <sighs> yeah, like as someone who has stuck with Nintendo through thick and thin, I was looking at that controller being like, "Oh, I'm not sure I want to get involved with this system." And like if you've lost me as a Nintendo fan, you've lost probably like everyone you had left. So, yeah. that's 
that's, it's good. It's a good thing. We're probably going to get something that isn't a terrible, like, no button, weird looking eggshell thing. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they go too gimmicky this time with the PS. I mean, I mean Nintendo is always surprising. They they always end up in some weird bubble. But after the risk they took with the Wii U and everything, I I can, it would make most sense. Which doesn't necessarily mm. mean Nintendo will do it, because them and making sense don't often go hand in hand. Yeah. But it would make most sense for them to go strict traditional on this one. Um, just because yeah. the PS4 is doing so well. And <laughs> console gaming seems to have, after the, the lull at the end of the last mm. generation, like it's, it kicked back off. Yeah. So they really ought to, to jump on that. The only, like, Nintendo-y, not traditional thing I can see them doing, and it's the thing that's been rumoured for so long, is the handheld console hybrid, purely because their handheld sales do so well, and a lot of people would be very on board with the idea of, oh, it's the new Nintendo handheld, and I can play on my TV in HD. Like, Yeah, yeah, unlike with Sony and the PS Vita, that, that would work for them. Yeah, because like if you bundle the two of them in and you've got the fact that, like, oh, we know that Nintendo handhelds tend to be good, I think Nintendo could pull that off. I really don't, I, I really hope they don't go any wackier than that because anything else is probably. Oh, please have learned from your lessons, Nintendo, please. Please. Yep. <laughs> um, what else do we have on the list this week? Gavin, have you had a chance to play that Fallout 4 DLC yet? Uh, yeah, I played it, finished it, really liked it. How is how is it? What's what's it like? Um, okay, so uh, it's really hard to talk about it without spoilers. But the mechanist story it's Try! was a little bit weak, in my opinion, especially the conclusion. But uh, in regards to backstory and lore and all the 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 good old Bethesda environment storytelling, it was some of the best content in the entire game. I felt. Um, the 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 history of the robo brains being a particular highlight. Mm. I have one question about this DLC because I've not had a chance to get around to like properly thinking the time I want into it yet. Yeah. Does by the end of it, does it still feel like it could have just been like a fan mod someone did? No. no because no, no, I no, kind no. of not jumped into it initially, and it felt like this feels like I'm just jumping into a mod someone made. No, the robot building. Um, yeah, that that bit feels like a mod, okay, and that, honestly, that. that that was fun for about like two minutes and really the novelty wore off on me really okay, so quick on that. There's but no growth to that mechanically from that sort of beginning. No. The two the two big criticisms you could give the story aspect of the DLC are that it's quite short. You'll probably finish it in about three, four hours, and that the conclusion is pretty weak. But it has probably the best dungeon area in the entire Fallout 4 experience and Again, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's really, really cool. And uh, there's a nice little throwbacks to Fallout 3 as well, like, you know, the, the the mechanist's doors and stuff like that. Just, it felt quite nice and nostalgic to play through it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Ah, oh, that's good to hear. Yeah. Hooray! Um, yeah. I will have to give that a look at some point. Um, at the moment, I'm just messing around with all this, like, Dark Souls and virtual reality stuff. So, yeah, oh, I have oh, no oh, time oh, to actually oh, play by the anything. Way, by the way. Oh, yeah. It's worth buying because it gives you a companion that doesn't bitch when you pick up junk. Ooh, okay, yeah. that alone makes it worthwhile. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was given a code for it. I'm gonna have to check it out here. Soon. Ada it's... immediately became my favorite follower when she actually <laughs> said positive things when I picked up the junk. Oh, <laughs> well, they nice. seem to have reworked the dialogue system as well, actually. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, mm. Just for the DLC or in general? Just for the DLC. So it's not How... just like good, bad, and sarcastic? No, they actually had longer um, oh. longer sentences. Oh, that's... I, okay, I like that. This is all good signs for like when we eventually get Fallout 5. <laughs> Hooray, yeah. you're learning! Or when they do that next big expansion, I'm hoping they put all this stuff on board, all that feedback. Yeah. Let's let's hope so. Uh, Bethesda mm. seem like the kind of company that would hopefully, like, if they've done it in one piece of DLC, they'll probably do it in the big piece of DLC, you would hope. Yeah, well, um, I mean, the, the DLC, one of the Fallout 3 DLCs was literally a, a thing to address every problem that people had with the game, <laughs> you know? Like, that that's what Broken Steel was. It was every problem <laughs> yeah. people had with the game, we're going to fix that for you now with Broken Steel, you know? That's, that's a pretty nice thing to do, yeah. yeah. Um... So what what do we have on news? Oh, there's some fuck Ubisoft news this week. We finally got Ubisoft being shit again that we can talk about. Oh, good. I've decided, because uh, we've got fuck Konami, I've decided for for Ubisoft, I want it to be, oh, Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft. Oh. I, I, can, I can get behind it. Oh, Ubisoft. It, it feels like you're being, like, less harsh to them, which might not always work. It might be like... Oh, Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft. Oh, Ubisoft. Why I gotta... I, I feel like this one, you're right, though, is just, oh, Ubisoft. Yeah, um, I think I know what this is. Yeah. Ubisoft released a bundle of a bunch of Ubisoft <laughs> games. The bundle is more expensive than buying the games individually. <laughs> oh, Ubisoft. Oh, yeah, clearly uh, some yeah. sort of mistake more than something nefarious. It's, but it is probably hell. that like they they forgot to check whether their games were on individual discounts and made a bundle like assuming they were all full price and the discounts on the bundle were not as like steep across the yeah. board as the individual discounts. And, it's just it's it's perfect uh, Ubisoft. Like it couldn't have happened to a better company. That's the thing. Even if it was an honest mistake, it's perfect that it was Ubisoft. Yeah, it. Just feels like a very Ubisoft move. It's like, yeah, you're going to get punished for buying these games all in one big bundle because of course you are. So that that's that whole story. Oh, Ubisoft. Oh. Uh, things that happened this week. Um, Oculus Rift and like virtual reality headsets are actually like going out to the public now and are becoming like a real thing. Yeah. And that's Here that's at last. like yeah, that's that's a real thing that's in reality. The main reason I I kind of like this is, did either of you see the video of uh, Palmer Lucky de- like hand delivering the first Oculus to the person it was being sent to? No, I but please tell me they had no idea is. who he was. Uh, okay, he's the CEO of Oculus, oh. and basically, like the first person who successfully got their order in, he physically went to the place where that person was like the delivery address and went and found them and videotaped like. Hey, you're the first person in the world to get an Oculus. I signed it for you. And the guy's just like really awkwardly stood there. And like Palmer Lucky's trying to elicit excitement out of him. And the guy's just <laughs> stood there really confused. Like he he clearly wasn't like, he accidentally was the first, I guess. Like he d- wasn't some kind of big super fan who was really excited. He was just, oh, okay. You're bringing these by hand to everyone or... So, like, Palmer Lucky has to be like, can you, is there anywhere we can sit down? Is, is there anywhere we can sit down? And, like, 
And the guy just like silently starts walking away. So Palmer Lucky follows him to a table. And like Palmer Lucky starts doing an unboxing on this kid's behalf. And the guy's just sat there while Palmer Lucky's looking at the thing that he made and clearly already knows what it is and going, oh, it's a headset in the box, aren't you excited? <laughs> oh, there's this light that stand in the box, incredible. aren't you excited? I'm just it's- thinking of Rudy telling Bruce Willis he's won the trip to Flotsam Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Come and tell us! Oh, my God. It's just so awkward. It turns into an awkward unboxing where it's like, hey. I get this feeling like Lucky I- thinks he's Steve Jobs. Yeah, when like and, like ten percent of of people even into games know who he is. Yeah, and it's uh, just, I would uh, it's, I would very be very surprised if it's even that much. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To, to be and fair, when like, Laura mentioned his name there, that was the first time I ever heard that name. Yeah, and I'm pretty immersed in in video game culture my, at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> my, my favourite thing of this whole video is basically watching the guy, like, the guy who it's been delivered to has this look on his face that I could swear is the look of, oh, so my reward is I don't get the excitement of unboxing this myself. Thanks. <laughs> and it's just this look of, like, confusion and yeah, frustration they and contempt. Do you they should have had. They should have. He did. They should have <laughs> had a competition Palm- and the winner got it hand-delivered by the guy. Yeah, because that what, would what? have people who actually care about who he is. Then yeah, because yeah. that's yeah. it. You think like it's it's a fallacy to assume that the first person who ordered was that into it. They could have wanted it to scalp it. They could have wanted it, you know, for a. Oh kid. my god! They might not give a shit, uh, you know. I want to rewatch that now with the thought in mind that maybe this is a scalper, and he's like, "Oh shit." <laughs> That's it. Yeah, like, it's just there you, to you fucking it. you you sky you signed it you unboxed it now I can't like I can't sell it on now without it being really obvious that it's or, this or one. someone who only bought it to get porn on it yeah <laughs> it's like can you can you please get out the way uh, man who made this box I want to watch my virtual pornography please now look I'm not a lawyer and and I don't anticipate ever stepping foot in a courtroom anytime soon but <laughs> as far as I can recall. You can't just open other people's mail. Even if you're the CEO of the company shipping it, I'm pretty sure it's some sort of federal crime to just open someone else's packages. Well, he didn't put the package, like, in wrapping where it had, like, a stamp and, like, paper around it. It was just the box of the item. So I think in that case, you no longer fall under, like, federal mail crimes Uh, because you never... You never Clever. actually mailed it. You like delivered it by hand, and then we're like, Clever. "Hey, I'm bringing you this thing. I'm gonna open it for you." Just, I have to watch this. This really sounds like like our our cringe material. So he was basically like he was committing a crime and flaunting the fact he can't get charged for it because he didn't go through USPS. You know what he actually is? He's the toddler who like. The parent has bought the present for, like, you know, dad's bought the present for mum, but it's from the toddler, and the toddler goes to hand it to mum. Right. And it's like, the toddler brings it to mum, but then wants to open it for her. It's like, no, yes. no, it's your <laughs> present, but I want to open it. And, like, dad, if he just turned up here, I'd have said, fuck off. <laughs> I'd have honestly said, fuck off. And, like, I did not uh, agree to this, I don't want this. I'm a busy person. Fuck off! Yeah, I actually no, no, Palmer. Look, I know who you are, and I still want you to go. Oh my god, it's just cringy and terrible. But yeah, like virtual reality headsets are a thing that are in the wild now from Oculus, and uh, is it good? I can't get one for love nor money. Um, the people that have got them for review, and the first people who've had theirs turn up like retail wise, are like, yep. 
the tech how, is definitely is, here for uh, virtual reality. How is Ben Kuchera enjoying his one? I think that's what everyone wants to know. I think I think <laughs> yeah. he's, he was admitted to hospital for dehydration after just the thick um, ropes of gum okay, wouldn't stop that, shooting out of his Ben Kuchera <laughs> penis. There is one Ben Kuchera VR story that I know so far, and it's when he got the uh, the HTC Vive in the office. He let his kid try it out, and his kid like tried to lean on a table and fell through it and fell face first onto the floor. <laughs> So that and, and then Ben wrote an article about it being like my my kid doesn't know what's real and what's not in virtual reality. <laughs> I torture Which, my children every night with this. <laughs> yeah, That's so like amazing. that is like I've worked with Ben Kachera before, you know. I like yeah, him. Like I make fun of yeah, him. Like especially just, the VR stuff because it's a that that is the but... most Ben Kachera article you could write. Yeah, um, the fact he wrote an article, like the, I bet before he even like went to see if the child was okay. The moment the kid hit dirt, he was like, fuck, that's yeah, an article. He put, he maybe put, he, like, that's maybe he actually like piece. kicked the chair yeah. out from under the kid's arm. <laughs> well, no, there are, there are gifts of it. You can see that there was no foul play involved, just this kid wait, wandering wait, wait, around and then face wait, plants. Did you just tell me there's a gif of his kid face planting? Yes. Oh there is a God. gif out there somewhere of his kid wearing an, like a VR headset and <laughs> face planting. Um I wrote I'm about sorry, this. Some, ben I, I wrote something for Disruptoid about this, but uh yeah. So the people who've had this in hand who could like afford to order one, who are not like the reviewers, have generally been like, This is really cool. The tech's definitely here for like, you know, seated VR experiences. <laughs> Did you watch the gift? Oh, you that's the, bad. <laughs> Did you watch the solid GIF? floor, huh? That's that's like a that's a Oh, there's no carpet there, huh? Oh, oh! Yeah, you see what I mean about the kid just face planting. Where, where's this gif? Please, someone. Can, can you link it? Link I'm it Jones in the, here. In the I Skype need to chat. see the, It's not Ben Kachera's daughter, though. It's not Ben Kachera's daughter. It is um, a Polygon reader. It's their daughter. Apparently. Oh, it's oh, it's okay. a Polygon reader's daughter. I and still was, want to see ben it. Ben Kachera had written something about a Polygon yeah. person's daughter face planting. Where is it? Can you link it in the chat, Jim? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we can show it to Gav. I got it. I got it coming up. Um, <laughs> I'll try but and yeah. remember to post it on the Jim position as well. Yeah. Um, Gem- generally, pe- yeah. Generally, people are pretty uh, pretty pleased so far with. Uh, with VR, they're like, hey, VR, it's actually like a proper real real thing. It just sucks that we don't have the motion controllers for the Oculus yet. But, you know, yeah. I, are, you, are you watching the, the GIF now, Gav? I'm actually just laughing in anticipation here. <laughs> yeah. It's just she it's sort like, of it's leans... It's like the fast show where you're like, you, know the, you know where the punchline's coming. But... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Uh, like you know that this, you That's know that such a this, <laughs> you know that this is the new like throwing your TV, your Wii remote through the TV, isn't it? It's this is yeah. the new Wii remote through the TV, and I'm not gonna laugh too much because like I can't do my full review yet, but I have a, an <laughs> HTC Vive Pre uh, in the office. In tears. Um, I have I have almost fallen into this trap. <laughs> I have tried to put down my controllers on surfaces that don't yeah. exist and like I've talked about this in like a slightly more serious manner in that like because of the fact that with the HTC Vive the <coughs> controllers in your hand that are physical are being one to one replicated in virtual space and you have this like blurred line of this physical item is also this digital item that I can see 
it makes it really hard after a while to remember that you can't just put your controllers down on stuff because the stuff doesn't exist. And that's really weird. It's a really odd disconnect to get used to with VR tech. Mate, it's so yeah. I know, I can imagine. Oh. I mean... Oh, oh. God! <laughs> oh, my oh, God. I, I know what you mean. Like, you know, I've tried uh, a VR headset before and... and thought that the virtual toilet was real and it turned out it was just squatting and taking a dump on the floor of E3. Very embarrassing. Um, don't tell lies, Jim. You don't go to E3. That's true. I don't go to E3. Yeah, can't you did get, it in your... get an Oculus Rift either. Um, uh, I, I, I requested one late, so they, I... they didn't... It was way too late I, for me to get my, one. My house has all the VR stuff in it now, and I feel like I am one of those games journalists because I have... Yeah. I, I not only have now, like... I got sent, finally, an Oculus Rift to start doing coverage on. I have a retail HTC Vive coming. And I have Razer's VR headset coming in a couple of weeks. None of which I paid for. I'm like, nice. oh god, I'm, I'm one of those journalists. Oh no! One of those ones. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, I've got no problem paying for one, but you can't get hold of them. Like, no. Not, I, I ain't paying two grand like I've seen some people try and sell them for. Uh, no thank you. So... You know, I've it's got fine. review code for VR games, but I, I can't do anything. With, don't don't expect VR coverage from me until you know I can get hold of one somehow. Like, and I'm not. To be fair, as as interested, I am interested. I won't pretend to be one of those people that aren't. You know, but I'm not trying that hard to get hold. Like, it's it, not life yeah. or death for me to get hold of one. But I would like to it, to get it, one to cover stuff. But it, it isn't I'm not for crying me. About yeah. it. it it isn't for me either. But like, I have been having fun with it in my like home environment. The weirdest thing I did, and I didn't do it for this podcast because I was like, you two will mock me mercilessly if I do it because I, you were going to mock me for being a new Ben Cachero or something. I did record a podcast this week while floating in space in VR. Oh, God. Because I have... That actually sounds cool. You know, I won't lie. Yeah. That, sound, that sounds cool. Basically, what I did is I have this app called uh, Virtual Desktop VR that's on Steam at the moment. Basically, you have, like, giant simulated virtual screens, but, like, anything that's not where your, like, virtual monitors are is just, like, you can have it to be basically that heavy rain, like, FBI guy's virtual reality thing where he's, like, sitting on a mountaintop or underwater yeah. or on Mars and you're swiping through your stuff. David Cage's magic glasses. Yeah, and that is actually a reality now. Like, I had... Um, I was recording... <laughs> I was recording a podcast while sat in space <laughs> and three giant curved monitors floated around me. I'm sorry, I just, I just showed my girlfriend this gif and she can't stop pissing herself laughing either. Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Funniest. I feel bad, but it is oh. funny. It oh is. Yeah. It, it's just objectively so scientifically funny. funny. It is objectively scientifically funny. So... Yeah, VR's a thing, and like as the weeks go on, it's going to be a thing people talk about. I've got reviews going up, like, by the time next week's podcast goes up, I'll have HTC Vive reviews and things. I have thoughts on that tech long term, but I can't say what they are yet, so look forward to... Look forward to gifts of me falling flat on my face in my office. Nice, nice. Um, um, one thing I want to quickly address. Um, this is some feedback I got on Ask FM, um, where they said I actually mentioned this on the Junquisition as well, but I want to make sure this person properly hears it. Um, they were like, "Oh God, is this going to be the start of you talking about Dark Souls every week, like you did with Bloodborne for ages?" And I just want to say, um, yes. 
Yes. <laughs> Get yes. used to it. Like, <laughs> we can't even properly talk about... Well, Laura can't even properly talk about Bloodborne yet. Uh, Bloodborne? I mean, Dark Souls 3... Yeah. Well, here's here's and the thing. It's gonna Very, get worse. I I got a physical like fancy box, and it was a bit too fancy, and I was like, I can't keep this if I'm doing a review. You know who's not a journalist and can have this without it being like being being bribery? Yeah. Gav, have a fancy wooden Dark Souls box. Nice. Yeah, that's the gonna look very Dark nice. Souls yeah. Very, so as look a, very nice on my shelf. Yeah. So as of next week, we'll all have played Dark Souls three pre-release and we'll yep. all talk yeah. about it oh I'll be, no, no. I, I, however far i get though i'm going to be starting over when it comes out on pc yeah well yeah that's fair enough um, that's fair enough yeah that, but um that, yeah so yeah. i i can still talk about it. the only reason i'm not talking about it more is because i uh, i do respect the a i respect the dark souls fan base <laughs> and b i don't have the fucking patience for the dark souls fan base um and you know people don't want spoilers and all that stuff so i've been very i was going to upload some just to piss off namco on monday i was going to upload some um later game stuff uh, but i am holding on to it because just because for for the sake of of the fan base more than than anyone else but, yeah uh, still don't know when my review will go up but i'm i'm pretty fucking deep into it now like like yeah proper i in... i I've, I've seen your numbers you're what like 30 hours in uh something around that line yeah like i'm that, that sort of you're, the... you're in the 20 to 30 hours mark now I i'm think. i'm at the soul level i'm normally at when i'm like ready to beat things you know ready to wrap up mm. so i'm i'm pretty pretty into it and like i said i've got no no need to to <laughs> adhere to anything and namco hasn't told me anything so i'm assuming they're fine with me just saying whatever at this uh, point I, they I don't think... care I think honestly at this point because people on Xbox One managed to get the full game yeah, ahead of launch yeah. then they're just not caring anymore which is fair enough. Um I think so. I mean like how can they stop anyone at this point? Like, you know, you can get it on Xbox One for free. Like I said on the Jimquisition like like a lot of reviewers who have agreed to embargo terms have to stick, sit and watch others cover it. Like, it, yeah, this it, it's a silly situation. Like, I, as I understand it, like, I think that's why IGM was able to do more stuff than the embargo permits because they hadn't yet received their review copy and then realized they could get it on Xbox One and they've been doing further coverage. I'm like, yeah, I totally well done you for having held out and not just snapped at the chance to get code because that's what I did. I saw the chance for code, I was like, yes, please. Yes, please, Mr. Namco, please give me a, a <laughs> little bit of your Dark Souls. Please throw that Dark Souls all over my face. And that was that was me. I was a dirty, dirty, dirty person that wanted Dark Souls 3. It's kind of bullshit the way they did the release dates, though, isn't it? It it is. Like I get in theory the I like the theory that they wanted to release it in one territory first so they had like a soft launch and could work out any bugs that happen on a wider release and they can get reviews out considerably before launch, which is a you know, a big mark of of confidence when reviews happen and it I see what they were trying to do on paper. I also it see how it completely shit, didn't didn't work. It's and the wrong it game to do it for. It's Yeah. It's... And it's the wrong fan base to piss off. I'd sooner piss off Sonic fan, like, like the hardcore Sonic fan base, because <laughs> at least they don't have self-respect. The Dark Souls fans have a huge amount of that stuff. Like, it's almost like they took all of the Sonic fans' dignity for their own, so they got double dignity. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to piss them off. You, I, I annoyed them when I suggested it would be okay for there to be an easier version of Dark Souls for people that might want uh. that. 
you yeah. know, I said no one has to play it if it was an optional mode. I wouldn't play it. You know, I love Dark Souls the, just the way it is. I wouldn't touch it, but I wouldn't. My enjoyment wouldn't be diminished knowing it exists. And that opened the door for novella-length emails. You know, like yeah. these are these are not people. Unless you've got literally all the time in the world, you don't want to piss them off. And yeah, I do. I think it's a silly situation that it's three weeks, three weeks after Japan for a game like this. For the arguments I read, uh, you know, the, the reasons I argued on the Jimquisition this week. Um, and I say this as someone who's been playing it even before the Japan people. You know, mm, I, I, I yeah. still think it's bullshit uh, that the, <clears throat> it is the way it is. And well, I can see why how people have enmity is, um, for the Twitch streams. How popular is Souls in Japan in regards to how popular it is in the West? It must it, be pretty I don't know, popular I there as well. I only ever see worldwide numbers for them. I, from, what I, from what I can tell, it's pretty popular over there. So, yeah, I mean, I know they sell, like, you know... In the one to two million range worldwide, but I don't know what the, the breakdown of that is. Yeah. Um, also, it's interesting in that regard that like physical console discs have gone out to people this far ahead of launch because like launch isn't happening for a few weeks yet, and there's like there is already physical PS4 copies floating around. So yeah. the game's like, ready. Like yeah, it's like ready. they they have the physical copies ready to ship out, and they're like nah, nah, nah. Um, so yeah, Gav will be so playing like, I soon. I can understand then... their confusion. So this is our last week to tease Gav about how we have code and he doesn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, cu- a couple of quick news stories to just like rattle through before we finish up. Uh, like we maybe do some questions and ra- finish up. Um, uh, where were the question? The topics. PlayStation VR. Apparently, Sony are open to maybe having that work on PC. I think if a like a. The cheapest of the VR headsets worked on PC. That would be a big boom for Sony selling smart. VR headsets. That That'd be, be really smart. smart. Um, apparently, people who have dev kits that have already like slightly jankily made it work on PC. So it seems like it's just a case of will Sony do it officially? And if so, yeah, they're probably going to do really bloody well on the PC as as a place to play VR. Uh, did either of you catch the fact that the developers of that Dragon Cancer were? Uh, you know, taking all the revenue away from Let's Players. Yeah, yeah. I wrote an article about it this weekend uh, where I pretty much said that, uh, you know, sucks for them, but you can't lay it just at the feet of YouTubers. There's no yeah. there's correlation, there's not causation, and the disparity between the amount of Let's Plays and the amount of sales you make, the amount of money you make. Like, yeah. you, there's no direct relationship between those two, and it's pretty much a case of maybe people just didn't want to play it. I mean, you're selling a game about mm. a kid dying of cancer. That's niche. It's not mm. surprising a lot of people would rather watch bits or all of it or something like that and not be involved with playing it. Yeah. Like, it, it was never going to sell that well. I've made a few criticisms of this already this week, because like, th- what the developers are basically saying is, hey, we're going to take money from Let's Players because our game did not sell and millions of people are watching <coughs> Let's Plays. What they have completely not acknowledged is that, um, A, their game got very mixed reviews from critics at launch. Um, yeah, like I, I, rec- of- I said it was good, yeah. but with so many caveats as well. And- you know what the big caveats were? Everyone's caveats were the interactive elements. Everyone was like, this game is is like, it's good, with heavy caveats that a lot of the interactive bits are kind of shit. Then you've got the option of like, hmm, reviews are mixed, I'm going to go to YouTube to get a feel for whether I like this game or not. At that point, you start watching a Let's Play that like the developers... 
very mixed design has pointed people to to get an idea of like let's have a look at the game that's what gets people watching let's plays also you didn't at any point address the fact that your indie game that's two hours long is 20 pound which i totally think it's worth that's a very hard sell to that community and it's like you were trying to sell a two-hour <clears throat> game that was getting mixed reviews for 20 pound and it was dealing with very heavy themes i'm not gonna blame let's players on your game actually not selling. That, that game was 20 quid yeah, it was well, twenty quid at your, launch. Uh, you know, there's your reason people didn't buy it. Yeah, and like I totally think it was worth that. I said in my review, I was like, "Look, there's a bunch of caveats, but I think that this is a really valuable experience that is worth what, like, what it's being sold for." I'm not passing Sorry. judgment on them there. I'm just saying there is a general yeah. attitude among the gamer public that yeah. that <clears throat> games that short, I mean, there kind of aren't worth it, that, that much that, money. That is one big reason, you know, that the twenty dollars for a game like that is a big ask, and a lot of a lot of uh, potential buyers have made it clear that they're not prepared to to buy a game like that for that much. And yeah, that's just one of several reasons why this game didn't yeah. do well. There, potential there are, reasons. Yeah, it's, there are there are so many reasons that like the developer completely did not address. It's like no. yes. I totally, they just counted YouTube every yeah. YouTube view as a potential lost sale, which yeah. is the piracy fallacy all over again. Yeah, and then the other factor is like your game is incredibly incredibly linear. There is very little like the only times when that game is interactive <coughs> are the times when it loses something for being interactive, and that is a recipe for people watching rather than playing your game. So I have sympathy because it's a really it's a really wonderful game, and I really wish more people had purchased it. But I don't blame people for having not done so. I can't imagine going onto someone's video and claiming it and taking all their money for using one of my songs and then trying to say, well, you know, people aren't going to buy my album because it's in your video. Yeah, I well, just people can't are imagine being... that, like, ever being Yeah, people's argument... The developer's argument was like, um, well, you know, we're not making any money off of our hard work and you are making money off it. And that's what the Let's Player said back is... Yeah, well, now you're making money off that work, but we're not making any money off our work. And it's it's a double-edged well, sword. YouTube's no system is answer. just stupid and broken. There should be a way, <clears throat> actually. YouTube should have a system where people can negotiate on even like a 50-50 with each other on this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, that still wouldn't have been ideal. The, no, but, but it would have been somewhat been fairer. Preferable. I mean, Nintendo's YouTube's, tried to do YouTube's that with its Nintendo all or nothing program. Shit is completely broken, like... Mm. I mean, yeah. you know, we had the Nintendo Creator program, which tried to do that, um, but it, it 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 facilitates this what I would view a very uncomfortable relationship between potential critics and a, a game developer or you know game publisher. I just think it's so dodgy when you get into the idea that you're both financially gaining from a thing like that. It's it's a, it's mm. a degree of separation that that I, I'd like to keep separated. Yeah. Um, of course, it, I can I can afford to not worry about that kind of thing, but. And I realise not everyone yeah. can. Yeah. So it's, well, it's a tough that's thing. It. Like, I do Let's Plays of Nintendo games and people repeatedly ask me, wait, why? how are you able to do that and still make money? Are you part of Nintendo's programme? I'm like, no, I'm on Patreon and I don't care if they claim my ad, like if they put ads on yeah. my videos. I generally don't do ads on my videos. If you watch a Nintendo video and there's ads on it, that's because they wanted money. That's not down to me. And that's pretty much the same with me in the yeah. gym position. I, it's like, I if ads are on it, yeah. I don't want to tempt fate here, but I've yet to get a claim on my uh, Bayonetta song video. So that's interesting. That's, I, that's I, probably I expected yes. that to get clamped down straight away. 
they won't claim Bayonetta. They, they, they don't claim Hyrule Warriors either. I think stuff they do with third parties, okay. um, they don't claim. Uh, so you should be all right yeah. on Bayonetta. Cause, it's you know, the first party stuff that, well. they, that they rush into, I think. But uh, last bit of, uh, of news to very quickly jump through is, you know, we talked about the PS4.5 or the PS4K or whatever they were calling it last week, the, uh, the rumoured yeah. upgrade to the PS4. Um, a bunch of places are getting sources on it now, and it seems like it's probably real, and it's probably happening just in time for PlayStation VR. So, expect a more powerful PlayStation 4 at the end of this year. Wow. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm dreading seeing the the realities of what this is going to mean. Yeah, that's going to be a very controversial uh, time. Uh, <laughs> I'm very curious how Sony pushes this at E3 without, like... Angering people yeah. who just bought a PS4. My um, my my gut instinct tells me most games will still be made for the old PS4, and we'll get like two or three exclusives, like we do with the new 3DS, because it and makes no real financial sense to cut your market in half. It, I'm fine with that, but I'm just, I'm, it's that topic <clears throat> we talked about last week. I am scared of them doing a Hyrule Warriors Legends, and having a game that does not run acceptably on PS4, but it does on PS4K. And it's not labelled as such. And, ugh. What, what's the deal with it? Is it just going to have a better graphics card in it? From what we can tell, it's like, hey, we're going to keep the architecture exactly the same, but we're going to, like, increase the strength of some of the components, so it might have more RAM and a beefier graphics card in there or something. So, uh, the other thing that's, like, being heavily rumoured is that the processing box for the PlayStation VR, which is this separate box you have to, like, plug your PlayStation 4 into this box into the PSVR, that that will just be built into the, the PS4, uh, PS4K, so you won't need the extra box. Mm. So, yeah, that's stuff. Uh, I guess we'll hear about that at E3, probably. Uh, have, we just, got, have we got time for a... Oh, sorry, just, yeah? Yeah, quick, before we move on very quickly, did you guys play Adrift? I haven't touched it yet. Um, I I played a little bit of it. How's the drift? I'm trying to remember what the hell it was. It's the thing that's like basically a gravity. The video game. You're stuck in space on a destroyed uh, spaceship, and you. Oh, all right. Yeah. All it's, right. Uh, okay. It's good. It's really good. Um, um, <laughs> it, it's basically you. W- you wake up and your your space station has been smashed into pieces and. I've only played like the first hour or so, but it's pretty immersive and it's pretty goddamn stressful. <laughs> yeah, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's out now. Okay. Yeah, it's out on I'll Steam. I have to um, I have to get it because, like I said, I'm wrapping up my blood. Uh, I keep saying Bloodborne. I'm wrapping up my Dark Souls three stuff. So yeah, I need some stuff yeah. to do. Yeah, it's I'll good. have to look into that. Yeah. There's one. This, there's this one is... mechanic I hope doesn't last the entire game, and it's that your oxygen is constantly running out. And you have to keep finding things to refill it, like literally every minute. I would say every every forty to sixty seconds that goes by, oh, you're going to have to refill your oxygen. <laughs> and I'm really hoping at some point that they make that a much longer time period because it's really stressing me out at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, very atmospheric game, very very cool. Uh, you, it, it's supposed to stress you out, and it, and it really does yeah. a phenomenal job of that. Yeah. Oh, well. So, mm. Um, so yeah, we got we got time for a few questions before we wrap up this week. I do yeah, not right. see why not. Why not? 
Um, we'll start with the high-class questions. Kay Gray wants to ask, how far do you think jizz would travel if a person ejaculated on the surface of the moon? Hmm. I bet there's a mathematical way to work that out. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm uh, sure you, well, they, by knowing the did, density of the moon tests. and all this stuff. They did do they tests did on tests this. They did where someone they, jizzed on the moon. Yeah, but they couldn't find the jizz because it was the same colour <laughs> as the moon, so... <laughs> They just didn't really think it through, you know? Yeah. Good job, NASA. Good job. (laughs) I am impressed that they have the technology available to be able to jizz on the moon. Well done, them. Um, Yeah. My my answer was just going to be near infinite. Like, you you could jizz near infinite distances uh, on the moon. Like, I'm pretty sure you could jizz and keep standing in one direction, and eventually it would hit you in the back of the head. It depends on the person jizzing as well. I mean... Is there? Uh, I'm, I I don't know about the chemical composition of the moon, but is there a lot of zinc in in the moon? If you're taking I, a lot of zinc into your body, you might have a nice, powerful cum shot. You know. Well, I'm I'm suspecting that astronauts probably haven't been able to like. You probably can't jerk off while you're on the spaceship because everyone will know because it's a spaceship. So like. I wonder, do they have like a? Do astronauts have a special plastic sock that they can jerk off into? <laughs> well, this that's is a what serious I'm question. Is, if anyone knows I, the answer to that, I want to know. I'm assuming that they don't and that when you get out onto the moon that's your first chance to jizz and it's going to be a mighty big jizz that you're doing Yeah, blowing ropes I I repeat, (laughs) I think if you stood there long enough it would eventually hit you in the back of the head It'd just go the whole way around the moon and hit you in the head (laughs) My worry would be though is getting your lad out on the the surface of the moon Like the end of your, your penis will fill with space Oh no! You don't want space in your penis. Like I just imagine, like it would just get big from filling up with space and then burst. Well, I'm imagining. I don't they know have, how like, space works. I'm I'm imagining they have like a special like vacuum. You know, there's like the the the, the vacuum seals they have so people can go into space and shit. Um, yeah. I imagine like they have one of those that's attached uh-huh. to your genitals, so like yeah. you can jizz and it starts moving, and then like the vacuum closes behind it and opens at the other end. It probably so just like, feels like like exactly like anyone who's ever if there's anyone who's ever stuck their dick in a Hoover. That's probably <laughs> what it feels like. I now have to ask: Have you ever stuck your dick in a Hoover, Gavin? No, I I would be far too frightened to stick my dick in a Hoover. <laughs> Jim, have you ever stuck your dick in a Hoover? What you want to do is not use the Hoover per se, right? You get something else like a tube. And put that over the end of the vacuum nozzle, so you're not going into the vacuum. That's just silly. And to be honest, that doesn't work. So it's a, it's a don't bother trying. It's a waste of time. Don't bother yeah, trying. It's only just like pulling constantly in one direction. That's really not going to work, is it? It's not. Well, no, it's you not turn a great it on idea. and off. Just... You turn it on and off really quick, and then it like starts. <laughs> 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 I'm not doing anything, Mom. I'm just cleaning. Or just like do it and like like sit on the stairs and like slide down the stairs. You get some good <laughs> friction going then. So yeah, there's just your answer. Burn Kate your Ray. dick on um, the fucking stairs. Jizzing in, jizzing in space. There yeah. you go, Kay. Yeah. Um, like the answer to your question is how how hard can a Hoover suck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this this question's kind of aimed at Jim. This is from Zawan Shin. 
I was re-watching some Zim- some Jimquisitions from last year when at the end of one episode, Jim referred to himself as the perfect life form. That got me thinking. He dresses in black and red, he's the perfect life form, and he has a weird sort of relationship with the Sonic Twitter account. <laughs> I'm wondering, <laughs> is Jim Sterling really Shadow the Hedgehog in a human disguise? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm sharing the human suit with Robotnik, who's hiding in here as well, but I, yeah, let's go with that. There you go. That was a lot of payoff for someone's like, ah, oh, you, you, you came up with a clever conspiracy. Well it was done. clever. No, it was clever. I just I, didn't know. It was too clever for me to then try and one up with, with the, Goof. The, it, the art, only answer you can give to like a clever conspiracy theory about yourself is, yep, you found yeah. me Mind out. You, to be honest, that's my answer I give to the stupid conspiracy theories about me as well, so... Oh goodness! I had an insect on my on my oh, neck. Oh, oh speaking of conspiracy theories, me and uh, Laura had a great moment on Twitter this week when we discovered uh, the 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 conspiracy behind the NX. Oh God! Yeah, do you want to talk about the NX uh, conspiracy we I'm, uncovered? I'm trying to remember what Amiibo stands for, but God, um, if I could find that tweet. <laughs> Uh, what the you can always bring it? it back up. If, if you find the tweet while we're doing questions, we can jump back to it. Um, Goopay2002 wants to ask, what's your opinion on reviewers receiving special slash limited slash extra tap versions of games as their review copies? And I think this was like prompted by the fact that I got this like weird wooden box of Dark Souls 4 this week. Thoughts on that? Uh, Apathy is my thought on that. Jim, how do you feel when reviewers get like limited editions or like tap filled editions of stuff to review? Meh, meh. It <laughs> it doesn't change much. I mean, I, I said at the time, like fucking Capcom tried to keep me sweet by sending me a fucking stupid, expensive pair of headphones with Resident Evil Six. Yeah, and we all saw how that ended with Basic, me and yeah. them. So, like, like I just, I, I don't give a shit. Like, I've, most of the time, it's just yeah. stuff to throw out. You know. Well, exactly. It's it's stuff that you either throw out, give to someone else, or like just mention in the review. It's like they sent me this tat. So yeah. there you go. I mean, you now know, you sometimes know. you get. Sometimes you get some fun tat worth, you know, putting on a shelf or whatever, or you get a collector's edition and that stuff. But it's not something I, I care about people getting, or I, I even give a second thought to getting myself. Like if, if on those rare occasions I do get them, um, publishers have stopped doing it a lot these days. Like they they still do it now and then, um, but publishers I think have um, responded a lot to uh, the, the yeah. scrutiny and stuff that it's, goes on. It's it's and interesting. They don't do it so much. Yeah, it's I mean, interesting. Most of it's like, just download codes now. They, they don't yeah. even give you physical copies except in rare yeah. occasions. There's there's a few companies that still send me those, and I will still sometimes pan their games or just not even cover them. So uh, Namco still sends me this stuff. Like they sent me a wooden box with like some scrolls and shit in it for Dark Souls, Dark Souls Three. Um, they said my Naruto review copy came in like some box that had like a Naruto gold coin or something in it. Um, good example of like sending me tap doesn't mean that I will give you a good review. For the last three years, every time a Senran Kagura game comes out, the developers send me their box full of tat. I open the box, laugh at the tat, and don't review the game. <laughs> they don't even get a, they don't even get a review of the game out of me, and they still send me boxes of tat. Uh, this year they some sent me a body developer- pillow. <laughs> some developers sent me wine at the end of this last year. 
Nice. I mean, it speaks volumes as to how effective the promotion was, because I can't fucking remember who did it. Yeah, some developer sent me Honey Mead, and I don't remember who that was. I drank it on one of these shows, I think, and I don't remember. I who think you sent did, it. yeah. Like, like yeah. I, don't, I don't do reviews, don't devs, work. but if you want to uh, get a good <laughs> review from me, send me some white wine, a couple of pictures of Holly Willoughby, and some games, and and I'll give you a good review. Yeah, God, I could it, do with some wine. I haven't, yeah. I haven't got any wine in the house. I've, I've got, got some like, wine. I've got fruity cider, and that's about I it. I might have to but, go get uh, some. Here, I've, yeah, like, okay, I, I have located where me and Laura fucking cracked the Da Vinci Code here. Oh, okay. What was the what did Amiibo stand for? Right. So first off, you. Oh uh, God, I remember what you. Amiibo. <laughs> you guys coming up with this? Amiibo, yeah. right? It stands yeah. for assemble, manipulate, infiltrate, invade, betray, oppress. Right, and there's like a code word. Like, would you kindly type code word, which is all me unit. So when you hear the phrase "all me unit are capture base," all me unit is an anagram of Illuminati. Oh, that's pretty spooky. Oh, also, yeah. also, me has three letters in it, like the three sides of the Illuminati triangle. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yep. Uh, it also confirms that you know who's part of the Illuminati. Gordon Freeman. Me. No, <laughs> me. I, I'm part of the Illuminati because me. Oh. Me. Oh. Right. Yeah, are Which you also... part of the Illuminati too, Jim? Oh, no. Well, there's there's oh, three fuck. of us on this I, podcast, I be... so, you know. Oh, my God, Illuminati confirmed. Yeah, and, and our locations uh, on a world map make a really fucked up triangle. <laughs> um, I I have an eye that, that is, <laughs> you know, the, the, the eye on the triangle. See through it, sheeple. <laughs> um, Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> Wake up, indeed, sheeple. Um, yeah, so, sheeple. <laughs> um, last couple of quick questions. Bisexual, which animal would <laughs> you nice choose as? Name. Yeah, which animal would you choose as your running mate in a presidential campaign? Oh, I, I would take a kangaroo and I would put boxing gloves on the kangaroo <laughs> and I would instruct him to beat the shit out of anyone who protested against me and I would then. Just so you guys know, I'm not encouraging violence. <laughs> uh, I, I'm i going to go with a new combination animal. It's basically like a bear with a shark taped to its back. Nice. That's going to be my running mate. Like, no one messes with bear shark. Bear shark. That sounds pretty badass. There yeah, was a, a picture sh- on um, Reddit today of some girl who got a huge fucking chunk taken out of her back by a shark. It was some scary shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure I could sell Bear Shark to sci-fi as like a crappy original movie script. Um, there's a science experiment gone wrong. The bear and the shark fuse. Now everyone's got to run away because the sharks are on land and the bears are in the water. It's was shark, shark bear. Was Sharknado a shark thing? Land, or was that shark, land shark versus ocean bear. Sorry, what, what, Gav? Um, is Sharknado a thing, or is that a joke that people make? It's a no, real it's movie. Is that a real it's a movie? Real, wow. It's a real 90-minute-long movie that has movie multiple series sequels. series now. It's yeah. mo- it has multiple sequels. Cool. You can see most of them on uh, on Netflix, I think. And is that the same series as the Mega Shark versus something else? It's the same it's company. The same. Okay. It's one yeah. company that farms out about 200 films a year. Yeah. And like they basically farm out enough films that if one of them becomes like a, oh, everyone laughs at that title and remembers it, they have paid off their year's worth of, of filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> and well done them for, for like managing the, that. The scary movie people. Yeah. 
Um, question for you two from Crin Sandit. Will we ever hear a live rendition of Epic Hole on the show? Nah. Nah, probably nah. not. Probably no. not. You're not going to go to the effort of doing some epic Jim, holes. Jim and Cliffy are friends now, and, and you know that's all in the past. You have to come up with a new song that's more relevant. Yeah, we'll have to come up with a new song, and 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 this yeah, time, we'll this time we'll record Jim's vocals, and he'll send them to me to mix the track. <laughs> yeah, as opposed yeah. to Jim mixing the track. <laughs> Is Jim not very good at audio mixing? But, but, um, I'm better now than I was. Yeah. I'm better now than I was back then um, because I've actually done it now as a matter of course, whereas that was my first butchered attempt. He's, he's no Phil Spector, put it that way. No, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm, I am not Phil Spector. Yeah. Um, he... Sorry, go on. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, that was it. Okay. We have, we have one last question, I think, before we wrap up, if we've got time. Um, yeah. Inadequal wants to ask... I haven't played a first-person shooter in over ten years, but I want to try one again. I care more about story than I do about mechanics. Recommendations? Well, Bioshock and Bioshock Infinite would be the obvious choices. Uh, Wolfenstein The New Order, maybe? I agree with all of those. Would it be fair to make Portal 2 a recommendation for a, like, first-person shooter in the last decade? If 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 you don't... If you like... If you want to play a first-person game that doesn't have any violence but has but shooting, shooting, shooting holes in walls, yeah, you probably yeah. enjoy Portal, yeah. Uh, but if you're looking the, for some the... splattery blood violence, I would go for either Bioshock or Wolfenstein. Um, it's not perfect, but I'd recommend maybe... Um, oh, what was that game that was released that had all of the... Uh, everyone praised it because um, they were like, oh, it's amazing, um... The desert shooter that had that twist at the end. Oh, but that's uh, a thir- oh, that's a third Spec person Ops. shooter though. Spec yeah, Ops. Spec Ops the line. That's well, Spec third Ops person. third person. Oh, okay. My apologies. Yeah. I almost sent you to a third person game. No, oh, no. Um, first person shooters. I um I like uh, Singularity, which was by Ravensoft, and uh, doesn't get a lot of uh, play. Didn't really get that much mm. critical acclaim, but I thought it was. It, it it did nothing original. It had a gravity gun, yeah. like a portal mm-hmm. gun. Like it had, it stole from everywhere. But it did them all. All the features it took, it did so well. Yeah. That I thought it was just this this beautiful, like almost like a best of first person shooters mm-hmm. of the past decade yeah. as a game. And and I I love I love the sing, uh, singularity. I as, think that's a, a great game. You can probably oh, get it for like peanuts ma- ma- now. Uh, maybe not your first FPS because it's pretty goddamn difficult. But the um. The Metro series also is amazing and worth checking yeah. out. And if you like the military type of ones, definitely go for Call of Duty 4 because that has an amazing campaign. Yeah. I do have one more, actually, which might be a really good one for first first-person shooter to come back into that has some story stuff going on. Yeah. Super hot. Mm. Like, it's, it, I kind of dismissed it initially because it was saying I care more about story than mechanics, but if you don't mind some interesting mechanic stuff... That might be a really easy way to like ease yourself back into first-person shooter mechanics I'm, that has a cool story. I'm not sure I'd agree. I think that would be too frustrating uh, an experience for someone to go 
into their first FPS in a long well, time. I'm I'm someone that doesn't do FPS as well, and I fucking suck at FPSs, and I found that much easier because I've been out of FPSs for a while. Yeah. Like, I'm not up to date on FPSs, and I found, like, being able to take that slow and steady was really nice. So, I don't know, that's, that's my thought. If I was recommending, like... The story-based first-person shooter for me, I'd recommend Super Hot. <laughs> yeah, I well, my, I if I had to pick one of all those games, I would say pick Bioshock, put it on very easy mode, and just enjoy it for the story. That that would be my yeah, choice. Yeah, that's not a bad call, certainly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we 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 made it through a show. We did it. We, we did, did it, it. gang. We, we did it. Oh 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 Yeah. Um. Could have gone on for a bit longer, but uh, I know at least two of us have things that need doing this. Yeah, this, uh, we we got to deal with some. We I know we've said this for the last couple of episodes. It's like we've yes. got to cut it short because we've got shit to do. Unfortunately, uh, that I've is got, that's I've just got, been the way things are going. I've got lazily you, chilling out with my girl with wine to do. Yeah, <laughs> watch wine and watch a gif of a of a kid in VR falling <laughs> flat. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to watch that gif so many times. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, okay not, not then. I'm going to watch um, it again before the end of the podcast, though. <laughs> yeah. um, Laura, how can people find out more stuff? They are so eager for more content right now. If people are eager for more content, the best thing I would recommend doing right now is going to youtube.com slash Laura K Buzz, where you can see the first episode of Podquisition Animated. Woo! Say what? Yeah, that's a thing that happened. Uh, we had one question briefly tied to that, Rob Dumphy. Have Jim and Gavin seen the animated thing yet? If so, what did they think? I think you both saw it. Did you like we what both you saw? saw? It. I was very impressed. Very impressed mm. by it. The animation's great. It's just a pity about the audio. <laughs> pity oh, about I those know, three you know, people talking pity, and ruining pity, it. Pity, ruining pity, that pity good of those idiots talk, Yeah, pity about those idiots that are uh, ruining it by talking about Scat Woman. So, yeah, if no, you want to go great. see... I, I really... I, I, honestly, I was surprised how much I liked it. I, I, yeah, I very, if, very did, really did if, like it. Yeah, if you want to see like two minutes of animation of the Scatwoman Batman sex names section of the podcast we did like 30 episodes ago, that's a thing that exists now, so go check that out. Otherwise, Laura K. Buzz. Laura K. Buzz on Patreon, Laura K. Buzz on Twitter, Laura K. Buzz on YouTube, Laura K. Buzz. Laura K. Buzz! And Gavin, yep. while they are watching great cartoons... And consuming so much raw content, they need a soundtrack. And who can provide them that soundtrack? Uh, Bono. Fair, fair dues. Talented musician, and he'll make sure you get that music whether you want it or not. So, guys, you got to go to YouTube, (laughs) right, and find this guy called Miracle of Sound, and he does these songs about video games. You might think that that's kind of a bit nerdy, but it's actually really good. All right, that's all. Goodbye. Thanks, Bono. And you can also find me on Twitter at Miracle of Sound and Facebook and Instagram and all those places. And actually, I want to just also say sending best wishes to all our old chums at The Escapist who got laid off this week because I'm sure that news will have gone out by the time this podcast goes out. Oh, I, I've been watching it go out while we record. As we record, that news broke. And, yeah, um, pretty much uh, everyone who I've seen laid off are people that, um, you know, it was a pleasure for me to work with, certainly. Um, 
you know, fan- really nice people. Um, the people on the sort of the ground floor of the Escapist are just some of the nicest, unselfish people I've worked with, and they are out the door, which yeah, fucking sucks. sucks. So yeah, best wishes for them. I, I you know I hope they they land on their feet like, and everything what- goes well. Um, Whatever about like controversies within the site in the last couple of years, I know both myself and Jim had really good times with that website, you know, and the expos were some of the most fun times I ever had and meeting mm. all the fans there and all the other staff were, were wonderful experiences and it's it's sad to see them go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 it blows chunks. Uh, so... Mm. Yeah, I hope that certainly uh, Justin, Klaus, and um, John Balding, who are the two that I definitely know right now, mm. are uh, sort of looking for work. Uh, I wish them the very best. And, yeah. and And certainly anyone else. I don't currently. I don't know who else has has been let go, but certainly those two, really, re- just really fucking nice people and great to work with. Also, so, I, yes. I, I think it's Best worth very quickly notice it in noting we did record this a day earlier than normal. So if anything like huge happened that we haven't talked about, it probably happened after we recorded. Yes, more than likely. So um, that's that's yeah. why we didn't talk about whatever big thing happened. Whatever the big controversy happened on Tuesday uh, or Wednesday, um, we sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you for listening. As always, thank you for supporting the um, the podquisition and gymquisition and just all the shit I do, and of course the shit that let me be independent. So things like what is happening at the moment with a lot of games media doesn't like impact me, um, and, and allowing me to kind of get out of that racket at pretty much the best possible time to do so. Um, and and we will be here next week and. We'll talk about more bollocks for you if you want. If you want. Until then, bye. 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 Sweet.